911, what's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton. And I'm your co-host, Clinton Walton. And today we are joined again by our favorite person, Mr. Bobby Sell. Bobby, how are you? I am good today. As you listen to this, in our last episode with Bobby, he shared with us the evolution of him becoming a firefighter. And we even got into whether or not he would decide to support his children if one day he has children and they also come to him and want to become a firefighter. So if you haven't checked that out yet, Make sure to hop back into the last episode. And for today, guys, I thought we would talk about relationships and some of the difficulties and even the unspoken nuances of being in a relationship with a first responder. And I want to be super respectful of you, Bobby. So I'm going to let you take this wherever you want to, because I know that you made mention in our last episode that you've been through a divorce before. So I'm just wondering if you could speak a little bit to the effect of how maybe your career might have contributed to that. Okay. I think I can touch on that one. And I'll be, and you know, with me and you, some things are no holds barred. We kind of have a, this open relationship where we talk anything's on the table. It's, it's game. That's why you're my people. <clears throat> That's right. Um, the relationship. Oof. What the, the demise of the relationship. Um, you know, it's cliche in the firehouse. I don't know how much in the police station plant, but, in the firehouse, you have this saying that if you're not on your second or third marriage, you're not really a fireman. It's a shitty saying. Trust me. I know it's fucking dumb. But there's things, you know, our schedules, for instance. Um, most people work seven to five every day, Monday through Friday, sometimes Saturday. But for us, and I know on the West Coast, y'all are different. We work 24 on 48 off, which equals, excuse me, um, Dr. Pepper's kicking in. (laughs) (laughs) But we work from 24 on 48 off, uh, which equals 120 days a year if you're not good with math, um, which is roughly 10 days a month. So with that being said, there's a lot of downtime now a lot of things are said about firemen. Um, Clint, I'm sure you've heard a bunch of them. Ashley, I'm sure you have too. Firemen are like the biggest whores. We're whore dogs. We, we run around chasing women and stuff like that. And have mono- we have monogamous relationships at home and we're not monogamous. Regardless, that is a cliche statement and it's not true for, I would say, 75, 80% of us. You know, the old saying, one bad apple spoils a whole bunch. That's, and and I want to jump in on that. And and you're so right with that. Like, in in any perspective surrounding first responder life, it's that perception is that one bad apple just puts that spin on all of us and, and it sucks. And we're always having to keep our heads afloat based off of that perception. Yeah. And I should actually look into the stats for firefighting, but I know that for being in a relationship with a police officer, the divorce statistics are actually lower than the national average. 
Well, I can promise you, if you look into it, it's going to be a little higher for the fire department because there's things that happen that I, I'm going to be honest with you. I am very ashamed of a lot of the things that happen. I, it, it irks me that I have to be a firefighter and be in that kind of publicity. Does that make sense? Because that is not mm-hmm. the person who I am. Um, but with that being said, you know, there's things that happen. I mean, let's face it. I know Clint, y'all have badge bunnies, holster sniffers, stuff like that. We have light bar liquors, hose uh, jockeys, and, you know, other things like that. Boot liquors, you know, badge bunnies. We all know them. We all know quite a few of them, I'm sure. It's just something about a man in a public safety uniform or a uniform in general, whether it be his tack vest and duty belt or his turnout gear and helmet, that just drives a girl bananas. Which in turn, yeah, could create an increase in temptation on both sides, for sure. Absolutely. It creates attention, and then you get, you know, little messages here and there, little incidences here and there where they just happen to run in or stop by the station. Hey, I brought y'all some cake or something. And then usually it's people like that. We just throw the cake in the fucking trash because we don't want no part of that. So we're getting off course here and I'm going to steer us back to my original question, Bobby. Okay. So how did your career, or in saying that, there's this existence of temptation, there's this stigma associated with firefighting and relationships. How might that have contributed, or did it even at all, with your own with your own marriage? It did. Um, I'm sorry I got off course. I was on a rant about something else. I apologize. <laughs> <coughs> it fucking happens. I get on a tangent every now and then. But I was gone a lot. Well... In the beginning, I was gone a lot, and then I'd come home, be there, and then I'd be gone again. Well, 2015, I finally had to go to rookie school, and they said, well, we're going to send you to Forsyth, Georgia. And I was gone for weeks, eight weeks exactly. And my time gone apparently was not was apparently the space needed to do what they did. Now, I'm not saying it's right or wrong. Actually, I'm saying it's fucking wrong. But that's pretty much the demise of where it went down. My time being gone for training and stuff like that pretty much caused the infidelity and the issues of not being able to be faithful. Yeah, it's not easy to open up about something like that. So I I truly appreciate you doing so. And I'm just wondering, like, we all know in retrospect, like hindsight is always 2020, but what advice might you give to somebody who might have, might have some of those triggers or some of those things happening that bring up that awareness, but they, they, they're not to the point to where they've had those eight weeks where one person checks out and the other person's roaming free. Yeah, um, it's communication is the biggest key. And and I know that I was at fault with a lot of this also, and I'm not I'm not casting all the blame. I, I promise you I'll, I'll shoulder my fair share of the load at any time. Um, I was not a good communicator back then. I still have my moments where I'm not a good communicator. 
but communication is the key. I mean, you have to be in tune with your star player, your spouse, your significant other, or whatever. I mean, I this job has cost me – it cost me an eight-year marriage is what it did. I mean, honestly. But I can't say – I can't blame it just on the job. I can blame it on myself for not communicating better and other things, you know? Yeah, for sure. And I think that's really good advice. And for us to all know that it's okay for us to be vulnerable, especially with the person that we feel so comfortable being, I talk about this a lot. We feel so comfortable being vulnerable and naked with somebody in bed. And yet sometimes it's so fucking hard to just pull the plug and allow ourselves to be that vulnerable when it comes to communication. And by allowing ourselves the grace and permission to be able to do that, like that's, that's what the foundation of your marriage or your relationship is built upon. So I really appreciate you touching on that, Bobby. And we're going to bring Bobby back on, on our next episode. And I thought that we could talk about how I know that a lot of people who are in the professions of first responding, they find it very comfortable and, and they get complacent at times to be in the same position So I just wondered if maybe Bobby and Clint, the two of you can talk about what it means to you in order to become excellent and to allow yourselves to be able to grow and prosper within your own departments. Bobby, you hear that? She just called us both excellent. (laughs) That's the first time I've ever got a compliment that sweet. Clint, hand her five. I'll mail it back to you. Yes. Thank you, Clint. (laughs) Bobby, thank you so much. And we will see you on our next one. Absolutely, darling.